Hello and welcome to Beyond Networking, the show where we help you build a sustainable career and a meaningful life with the power of human connection. I'm your host, Brian Miller, and this week we're going back into the vault, all the way back to the season two premiere with my hero and my mentor, Seth Godin. Now, I have asked a lot of people on this podcast to tell me their story of a chance encounter, but no one, and I mean no one, has ever surprised me like Seth did. The story he chose to tell about a chance encounter with lasting impact was totally bananas, totally off the wall, and yet incredibly valuable. In the weirdest possible way. And one of the reasons that I love this story so much is Seth actually told me it is the first time he had ever told this story in public. And as far as I know, it's the only time since. So this is it an exclusive Seth Godin story. If you want to hear the full episode, go click the link in the show notes or head over to beyondnetworkingpodcast.com and just do a search for Seth Godin. You will see it right away. Enjoy. Yeah, and I, this may surprise you that my story isn't like most people's stories, and I hope that that's okay. I, I have no doubt. Okay, so here's how the story goes. Uh, I used to be a book packager, and what book packagers do for a living is we invent books, complicated books, almanacs, books that normal humans, individual authors couldn't possibly create, right? And- As a result, I dealt with thousands and thousands and thousands of publishers and authors and people who were in the book industry. I did this for years. I did 120 books in 10 years. And uh, it was a great privilege to be able to do this. Okay, so that's the setup. Having gotten 800 rejections in the first year, having struggled for a decade before I had my first really big bestseller, maybe five years, it was hard and there was, it was personal. Because you were in front of people who didn't understand necessarily what you were trying to do. Okay, so it's years later, and um, I am in Toronto, and they canceled my flight home. So I sleep on a friend's couch. He had a dog, so it was not pleasant. And then the next morning, 6 a.m., I'm at the airport, and um, we're at the edge of the terminal. We're the only plane there, 6 30 in the morning, flying back to my little town, White Plains, New York. And I see a guy across the terminal, like two rows across. And I realized that I have offended him. And I can't figure out who he is from my past, but he's someone from my past. And I did a, a, de- a bad thing and he has never forgiven me, but I cannot for the life of me remember who he is. So he gets up to go to the bathroom and I run over to his luggage to look at the luggage tag. <laughs> no tags on his luggage. <laughs> So they call the flight. And meanwhile, I've got my laptop open and I'm Googling. I don't even know what I'm Googling. People Seth Godin offended and <laughs> finding nothing. So he gets on the plane. He's two people in front of me. And I say to the, to the person taking the boarding passes, that guy's an old colleague of mine, but I can't remember his name. Can you tell me? She said, no, I'm not allowed. It's confidentiality. I'm like, what are you talking about? You announce people's <laughs> names at the airport all the time. <laughs> She says, no, but as I look, the, 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 the cards are just at the right angle. I can see that his first name starts with S-T and his last name ends with C-I. It's all I know. <laughs> so 
So I'm like, Steve, Steve, Steve. And I'm like, on, but the CI that was helping Scrabble play, you know, and I'm right behind him on the plane. And I only have like one more minute of Wi-Fi before the plane is going to take off. Now it's a matter of life or death. I must <laughs> discharge this guilt, this shame that I've been carrying around. I've never told this story in public, by the way. And I find it. And I stand up and I reach over the seat like this and I say, Hi, my name's Seth Godin and you're Stanley Tucci and you're not mad at me. And he looks at me sort of quizzically and he says, what? And I shake his hand and I go sit down next to him. And I said, look, I'm not going to bother you the whole flight, but I need to tell you this story, Mr. Tucci, because this interaction is having an impact on me and I'll tell you why. So it turns out that Clifford Irving was one of the most famous book packagers of the 1970s. And he was struggling at the time, but then he realized that Howard Hughes, who was the Jeff Bezos meets Elon Musk of his era, was a nut job. And that Howard Hughes was afraid of publicity of any kind, would not shake hands, carried a thousand Kleenex with literally a thousand with him anywhere he went and would leave every hotel room filled with Kleenex. He wouldn't touch any surface. He was nuts. So Clifford Irving decided to write Howard Hughes' autobiography, figuring he could sell it for millions of dollars and Howard Hughes would never come out to um, deny that it was his because Howard Hughes was so afraid. And Irving successfully sold the book, probably for a million dollars. And then Howard Hughes, I don't know why Clifford Irving never realized this, calls his lawyer and his lawyer comes out and says, this is not an authorized biography. It has nothing to do with Howard Hughes. Clifford Irving ends up going to jail. And it's a great book. Irving wrote the book himself, of course, called Hoax. And they made it into a movie. And in the movie, I'm not making this up, Clifford Irving's office is in the little tiny town where my office was. And they filmed it on the main street of Irvington, New York. My office was like eight blocks away. So I'm watching this movie about a book packager who, yeah, maybe he's a little bit of a hoax, who's offending people right and left, and who ends up going to jail, my worst nightmare. And um, you know who his publisher is? Stanley yeah. Tucci. <laughs> so the reason that I thought Stanley Tucci was offended by me is he was offended by the actor who played Clifford Irving, who I think was Richard Gere or something. And I was so sucked into this movie, I thought I was a character in the movie. So Stanley and I have not kept in touch. That's probably his choice, not mine. But what it did was it helped me discharge a whole bunch of things I had been thinking about failing because I failed for a long time as a book packager. But never once did I do something I was ashamed of. That there were projects that didn't work. There were projects that blew up. People threatened to have me arrested. People threw me out of their office. I fired my biggest client. And I'm proud of all the choices that we made. But I needed to meet Stanley Tuchley to be able to say that and to be able to overcome some of the stuff that was holding me back because it's not easy to speak up and go out on your own. And the world works overtime to make you feel like you made a mistake. And Stanley has forgiven me, and so it's okay. 
You're right. That is not a story I was expecting to hear. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I think you've, you've stumped my ability to ask a follow-up question. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you that was going to be crazy? Anyway, if you did enjoy this, again, you can go listen to the full conversation with Seth Godin, an absolute legend of marketing, of business, of personal success. He's just an unbelievable person. And we, we talked about so many different things from marketing to finding balance in your life to magic. It was really a, a, an, an honor to have him on the show and a really, really valuable conversation. So if you enjoyed this, head to the link in the show notes. You can listen to the entire episode there. That being said, thanks so much for sticking with me. And always remember, our world is a shared experience. Every interaction is meaningful, and every person you meet, even virtually, is important. Stay safe out there, and we'll speak soon. 